4, verse 22 through 24, we're talking about growing unto spiritual maturity. Growing unto spiritual maturity. And that's, you know, one of those things that we are all must get to that point and we need to grow in the things of God. The Bible tells us to grow in the knowledge and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. But more important than anything, we must mature. We must go on not only to perfection, but we must go on to maturity. We've got to grow in Christ. Amen. And uh, so that, uh, you know, we know what we're doing and why we're doing it. You know, we we have all these members in this body. We got to know how to use them. <laughs> you know, we got to, this thing here is known as the tongue can be dangerous and can kill us. That's why the Bible tells us, you know, that slow to speak and quick to hear and slow to wrath. It tells us that death and life are in the power of our tongue. Uh, so we have to we have to grow. We have to be more like Christ. Is is the overall objective? Uh, you know, the Bible talks about we are predestined, amen, we are predestined to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Once we're saved and pulled out of darkness, our goal should be to be just like him, to move on to be just like Christ, taking on the nature of Christ. The fruit of the Spirit should be developing in us day by day. When we read Psalms 1, David tells us, blessed is the man or blessed is the woman that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the ways of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But their delight is in the law of the Lord and in the law that they meditate day and night. Amen. The word of God has got to be something that we really love. Serving God has got to be a habit that we really love to do. It should be at the forefront of all of our lives because we know that we're going to a better place. He's gone to prepare a place for us. And so we need to be concerned about where we're headed and live our lives to reflect and be like him. Amen. In Ephesians 4, verse 22 through 24, Paul tells us, he says, Therefore, put off concerning the form of conversation or the form of behavior, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That you put on the new man which of the God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. With the new man teaching us how to do right, to be right. Amen. And to be holy. Be separated unto God. Not faking, you know, but being holy. Being separated. Being the true Christian. You don't want to be a fake Christian. You want to be the real deal. Amen. Jesus was the real deal. Amen. And so therefore, you want to be the real thing as well. So in order to do that, we've got to grow. We've got to grow. Amen. Paul told us as we were studying the last time we was together. Amen. We see on the paper, he says, put away childish things. Amen. As we grow in Christ, there comes a time that we have to realize that there are certain things we need to let go. We need to put some things out of our lives. We are growing in Christ. We don't need a lot of distractions in our lives. It's easy to have distractions. And one of the things we know, you know, in today's world, there's a lot of technology and technology is great. Technology has its purposes. And so, therefore, we need to learn how to mature to use technology. If not, it will destroy you. Amen. The same way with, with money. If you don't know how to handle money, it will destroy you. The same way with time. If you don't know how to manage time, it will destroy you. There's things that God gives. God gives us a a lot of things for our good. Amen. But if we don't learn how to use it, if we don't learn how to mature with it, it can destroy you. So you have to realize that. So we have to put away childish things. Now, last time we was together, we was talking a little bit about how to deal with our disagreements how to deal with our disagreements. And some of the things we talked about last time is we need to seek to understand. We need to seek to understand before we disagree. What are you disagreeing about? You know, people disagree because they don't have a knowledge. The Bible says some have not the knowledge of Christ, and I speak that to your shame. See, a lot of people think they have the answers to everything. They've already made up their mind. So they disagree before they have a knowledge of the understanding. The Bible tells us to get understanding with all I get it, I get wisdom with all I get in to get understanding. 
So we need to seek for understanding before we disagree. Amen. Because if not, you can be like a fool when you find out you're wrong. Okay. And so you have to realize that. We have to be able to look beyond our own hurts. Amen. So just because somebody did you wrong in the times past doesn't mean that everybody's going to hurt you or do wrong to you. So you have to have that understanding. Look for similarities. Amen. Not difference. What do we agree on here? Get into that understanding. Be a good listener. Learn to listen. Amen. A lot of times people's problems, they disagree because they don't listen. The old saying, I know you think you understood what I said, but I'm not for sure you understood what I meant. Say, so you have to have that knowledge. You have to be able to listen so that you can go away with what is actually being said. You need to listen before you answer. A lot of people's problems today is they want to answer before they listen or they hear. Sometimes you might not need to say anything, you know, just listen. You need to become a good listener so that you know. Sometimes you might need to listen and go away and then study out what was said so you can make a good sound decision and, and choice and be able to reply, you know. You don't want to respond in kind to, you know, if they're talking something crazy, you know, you don't want to answer foolishness. Bible tell you not to answer foolishness, folly, that you be like him. You know, you want to be able to answer with truth. So you have to have that knowledge and understanding. We need to take responsibility for our feelings. Amen. Especially in heated disagreements. It's easy to start making accusation, laying blame and making excuses. So we need to allow, amen, some room there for that. Amen. We used to lose good, positive, upbeat and language, amen, when we are disagreeing, amen, to try to help people. So tonight, amen, so we want to lay away, uh, lay aside childish things. Think about it, you know. Is there things you keep doing that's childish? You know, so you have to get rid of that if you're going to be mature, okay. Paul says, when I was a child... I speak as a child. I understood as a child. I speak as a child. But when I became a man, I laid aside childish things. So let's go on to perfection. Let's grow. Let's mature. Amen. Number two, by cultivating our understanding. First Corinthians 14, 20, Paul says, Brethren, be not children in understanding. Howbeit in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. Amen. Don't be like a child. Children wants to always get even. Children wants to, you know, when they when they disagree and 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 they don't want you around. They sometimes they want to hurt you. You know, they want to inflict some pain and suffering. You know, we see that in the world today. It seems like that's all they want to do. You know, it's all about malice. You know, hurting folks. You know, but that's childish. See. You want to be men in your understanding. You need to cultivate, turn over, study, so you know what you're doing, what you're doing. You know, are you growing in the, in your life? Are you growing in the things of God? You want to be matured. Amen. You don't want to be a 60-year-old kid. <laughs> you know, you want to be a grown, mature person. You want to act like a mature individual. Amen. This is what you're trying to do, and it comes with understanding. If you don't get understanding, you will always act like a child. See, you need to have understanding. Turn it over. Study. Paul tells us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. So if we have the mind of Christ, then we should act like Christ. If we have the spirit of Christ then we should be like Christ. Amen. The Holy Ghost is given to us to mature us, to build us, to, to give us directions and counsel and the right way. Amen. In Proverbs uh, chapter number 8, verse 1 through 5, it starts out, says, amen, that wisdom, it talks about wisdom, Proverbs 8. Doth not wisdom cry and understand and put forth their voice. 
Amen. She stands in the top of the high places in the ways of the place of the path. She cried to coming in at the gate at the entry of the city and to coming in at the door. Unto you, O men, I call and my voice is unto the sons of men. O ye simple, understand wisdom and you fools be of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things and the opening of my lips shall be right things. Notice what he's saying here. Get wisdom. Wisdom is crying to you. Everywhere you turn, wisdom is saying, hey, you know, let me help you. Turn to me. Look to me. See, because you need wisdom and understanding to grow, to mature, so you know what you're doing. Proverbs 1.7 says, the fear of the Lord is what? The beginning of knowledge. Amen. So you need to have understanding. Study for understanding. Know what you're doing, what you're doing. Why are you buying that? Why are you wearing that? Is it cold? Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, you have to have an understanding. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you saying what you're saying? Why are you watching what you're watching? Why are you reading what you're reading? What are you doing what you're doing? Understand these things. Amen. We've got to turn it over. We've got to study. Because if not, you don't want to have a child mentality. At the time, Paul says in Hebrews 5, that you ought to be teachers. You have need that somebody teach you again. That goes right back to the first principles of the oracles of God. No, when you are maturing, you're growing. When you are having kids, the kids shouldn't be the parents. That seems the way it is today. Kids choose what they want to eat, you know, choose where they want to go, what they want to do. Parents have ain't saying a thing. Who's the kid? Who's the adult? Mature. Know these things. Know why you're doing these things. Amen. Cultivate your understanding. Be men. Notice what he said. In your understanding. In other words, be mature in your understanding. Know what you're doing, what you're doing. Paul goes on in 1 Corinthians 6, 9. He says, know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators. Nor idolaters, nor idolaters, nor feminists, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor robbers, nor covetous, nor revilers, nor drunkards shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you're washed, but you're sanctified, you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. See? You can't keep doing the same old things that you used to be. Those are old things. Old things are passed away. 2 Corinthians 5.17, right? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things become new. Say. That's why we go back to the scripture in Ephesians 4. Put off concerning the form of conversation, the old man. It's not you anymore. How can you be born again and still be the same old person? doesn't work that way. You need to have an understanding. You're moving. Cultivate your understanding. That's what the whole epistles are about, is education. See, the more education I have, the more mature I'm supposed to be. I guess maybe not today. I don't know. Maybe not with the education. But when you go back and look at the forefathers, how they built the land and wrote the Constitution and wrote the Declaration of Independence and everything, they wrote it based on the Bible. When you go back and look at the foreman of this nation, you will find they did everything based on that book. That's why it's never going to go anyplace. See? That's why when people go to court and everything else, 
scriptures are coming out. You can throw the Bible out all you want. They're going to use the same principles because they've already been established. You can't get away from it. So you might as well embrace it. Yeah. So we have to understand here that we need understanding. We need to grow in our understanding. Don't be a kid in your understanding. Be an adult. You can't keep doing the same old things and expect the good to come out of it. You know? It don't happen that way. Scripture tells you you reap what you sow. It might take a while, but it's going to happen. You're going to reap what you sow. Amen. So you need to just sow good seed <laughs> so that you reap good seed, a good crop. If you sow evil, guess what? That's exactly what you're going to get. Amen. We reap what we sow. So let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. And Paul told Timothy in the fourth chapter of 1 Timothy, he says, until I come, he said, give attendance to the reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Continue in these things. For in so doing, you will save yourself and everyone that hear it from you. How's your understanding? Do you know him? Jesus says, you call me Lord, Lord, and so I am. You know, and if I am your Lord and master, then you should do the things that I say. Respect for God, reverence for God, fear for God. See, you need to embrace your, your conversation and your understanding. You can't make heaven doing wrong. I don't care what people say. Sin is not going to heaven. So you need to understand that. That's why the scriptures point these things out for us, so that we will have these things. We've got to mature. We've got to learn how to turn the other cheek. What does that mean? I don't respond in kind of the way you... Treat me evil. I don't turn around and do the same thing to you. No. If I'm a cross bearer, then I need to pick up my cross and follow Christ. Amen. I've got to be like him. I've got to be zealed with compassion. Moved with compassion. Amen. I've got to learn how to resist some things in my life. Can you say no? Do you know when you say no, why you're saying no? Have an understanding. Know who you are. Do you know who you are? If you're born again, why are you born again? Why are you baptized in Jesus' name? Why are you living a holy and separated life? These are understandings that you need to know and that you develop and study. You're cultivating your understanding. So that you're not led away, Paul said as in Ephesians 4, by every wind of doctrine that comes your way. See, a lot of people, you know, they say, well, I disagree with you. Well, that's fine if you want to disagree with me, but you better know before you walk out while you're disagreeing, you better make sure it's not based on the word of God, because you will see it again. See? So you have to have an understanding. See, most people leave church don't even have an understanding why they do it. You ask them why you leave. They blame somebody else. They always blame somebody else. And usually when they leave, they're going to take somebody else with them. And it's usually the weak. See, so you need to know so they don't lead you astray. But you, beloved, build up yourself on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep your selves in the love of God. See, when you really love God, St. Paul says nothing shall be able to separate you from God's love. Tribulation? Nope. Distress? Nope. Persecution? Nope. Famine? Nope. Nothing. Offense? Nope. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing 
cellophane there. See? Maturity. Maturity. See? When you are mature, you understand those things. You don't let foolishness get to you. You're able to take a licking and keep on ticking. <laughs> you know? You, you have to. You know, you're the mature one. See? People are looking for mature people. Amen. Ask questions of spiritual authorities of things that you may not understand. This is how you grow and mature with your understanding. There's things that I don't understand everything, but you know what I do? I get on the phone, I call my pastor. Say, hey, pastor, I have a question. Oh, yeah, I have a pastor if you don't, <laughs> didn't know that. <laughs> I called him, I says, I have a question. I don't understand this. Or could you help me with this? Because he's mature and he's more senior and he's gone through a whole lot of things in his life. So he's able to give me an understanding. You know, there's a lot of ways out there that you can get understanding of things. Even in our studies, if there's something that you don't understand and read, there's many commentaries that you can download on your apps, on your phones, and your iPads, and look at it and get a clearer understanding. Sometimes you might read something in the King James Version. You say, man, I don't understand what that means. Well, you might need to go to another translation, maybe a New Living Translation, or need the in, uh, Nearly Inspired Version, or, you know, the ESV, some, some other version to help you to get an understanding of what that scripture said. I don't mean you throw your King James away, okay? It just means I'm trying to get a better understanding of what it really was, was saying to me. I know my wife and I went early mornings when we were doing our devotions and stuff. And, you know, Proverbs, you know, you get one half here and one half there. You know, and sometimes I will say to her, well, I wonder what that means. So we pick up the Bible dictionary and we look it up. And we look up words in Greek and Hebrew and See what the actual meaning was so we can broaden our understanding. See, that's cultivating and turning over your understanding so you know what is actually being said and how it applies to you. See? That helps you to grow. So ask questions from spiritual authority, you know, so that you can get clarity in these things. Read and study the Word of God daily. Do self-evaluation of your understanding. Do I really understand what was just said? Man, I missed that. You know, a lot of times, you know, you get distracted. You can miss what is said. Think the seed Jesus said, fell by the wayside, what happened? The devil takes it. He distracts you. Take him. You miss exactly what was said. You know, so you want to get another understanding of it. Amen. Teach and share with others what you have learned. The more I share with others, that's why Bible studies are so important. You don't need a chart to walk around on the yard and a Bible to walk around on your arm. You're supposed to have it hid in your heart. See, if you got it in your heart, so when people are, are with you, you know, you learn to listen and then you can turn around and tell them what the word of God says. That's why you are encouraged to memorize the scriptures. That's why you encouraged to read and study the Bible. Amen. That's why you encourage to be at church so that you can hear the word of God so that the more you hear, because what? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the stronger your faith is, you will be able to start sharing these things. Because Jesus says, it's not what goes in a man that defiles him, it's what comes out. So if I let a whole lot of the word of God comes into me, you know what's going to happen? That's what's going to come out. See, you want to be able to give an answer to truth. Send back truth. So, ask, pray, and ask God to give you spiritual understanding. Do you talk to God like I'm talking to you right now? You should. God, I, I need you to give me some understanding of this. I, God, I don't understand that scripture. God, I don't understand what is being said. I don't understand what this is. God, I need an understanding. Help me. 
you know, that's why the psalmist says in Psalms 119, verse 18, he says, open thou mine eyes that I may behold the wonders out of thy law. See, you, you want to know why, why, how does it apply? How does the Old Testament apply to you as a New Testament creature? What does the scripture say to you? How does it apply to your life? See, you need understanding in this area. And that's why you have to study to show yourself approved unto God. Workmen that needed not be ashamed rightly divide the word of truth. Study, study. Till I come, Paul says, give attendance to the reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Know the doctrine. It's more than Acts 2.38. It's more than just what you wear and don't wear. It's more than what you just cut and don't cut. It's more than what you don't paint and don't paint. Okay, come on, understand why. See, that's why a lot of people struggle. They don't have an understanding why. They want to ask questions why. You know, they flunk the test because they won't raise the que- ask the question because they don't get an understanding. See, to be a Christian, you should be, should be in love and excited about being a Christian. But sad, too many people are not. They see it as a drudgery. And serving God is not a drudgery. Out of all the people in the world, Almighty God chose you. Think about it. That should be exciting for you to want to serve Him. To love Him. My goodness. Does somebody have your best interest? Somebody give you all the cattle on a thousand hills. Somebody giving you a street with gold, a mansion, everything that you could ever want. Wow, that should excite you. Get understanding what you're going to. Oh, I'm going to heaven. Where are you going to heaven? What's there waiting for you? Why do you want to go to heaven? Somebody asked you that, would you, did you have an answer? When they ask you, you're a Christian, what do you say? Do you get excited and light up like a light bulb? Or do you shy away? Hmm. Get understanding. Amen. So pray and ask God for an understanding. You know, notice what the Psalms just says in Psalms 119, 119 verse 34. He says, give me understanding. And I shall what? Keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. He says, God, you give me an understanding and I'm going to keep it. You know? Isn't it amazing when you get understanding, you don't lose it? So if God gives us an understanding of his law and why it's all about, when you study the law, the ceremonial law and the moral law, all it's designed, Paul says, is just bring you to Jesus Christ. See? That's, all, that's what it was all about. See? So now we've come to Christ. We're his. We have the understanding of who he is. And without controversy, great is the mystery. The mystery has been solved. Yay! I win! <laughs> Think about it. I got the answer. Think the Bible says every man is excited and his lips give a right answer. Kiss his own lips and give a right answer. I think the scripture says in Proverbs. You go, Mwah. yeah, I got it. <laughs> Think about it. Understanding. Amen. It helps you to grow. Every little bit of understanding you get, you're growing. Amen. You want some understanding? Go out on 90 and speed 100 miles an hour. You know, all the way between here and Madison. Just put your feet to the pedal and go head on down. And when you look in your back window and you see those bubblegum banks, I guarantee you, you'll get some understanding real quick. I guarantee you, you'll remember it. <laughs> you'll remember. And I bet you I can ask anybody in here that's ever got a traffic ticket, and you probably know how much you had to pay, don't you? 
You remember how much you had to pay? <laughs> if you got one, <laughs> you got some understanding, right? That they will give you a ticket if they catch you speeding. It's a given. See? So we need to pray and ask God for un- spiritual understanding and directions for your life. God, what will you have me to do? I think the scripture says the steps of a good man is ordered of the Lord and he delighteth in his way. See? So if God directs my steps, I want to know where he wants me to go. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might and all power and all long-suffering, and faith, and patience in the inner man. See, we need to pray and ask. We need to learn to follow the instructions. That's how you get understanding. People put stuff together, never read the instructions. Then they wonder why one draws up this way and they don't go together this way. You know, that don't happen to you guys, do you? Y'all get the instructions out the first thing you do, right? See? Huh? Destructions. <laughs> you need to learn to follow the instructions. That's what the Bible is, is basic instructions before leaving the earth. B-I-B-L-E. Basic instructions. That's all it is. So when we learn to, as James tells us in James 1, that's why James says, don't just be a hearer, but be a doer. Of God's word and your deeds will be blessed. See, you will have an understanding the more God's word you do. When you start doing what it tells you, it the light bulb will come on and you'll start knowing why you're doing what you're doing. And it gives you understanding so that when you come up against things, you know what the word of God says so that you don't make wrong choices and wrong decisions in your life because you'll be a mature Christian. See, this is what you're trying to do is develop to be more like Christ. Amen. So cultivate your understanding. Get into the word of God. Learn to listen more than you speak. Telephone, telegraph. No, I'm not going to tell the other part. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) So learn, learn to listen. Don't feel you got to always add to the conversation. If you add to the conversation, add truth. Don't be a gossiper. We we realized that last week, right? Don't be a gossiper. Don't be a back backbiter. Amen. Don't tell people's secrets. Don't tell other people's business. You know, if somebody confining you, don't tell somebody else. Learn. And not be like an old refrigerator. They can't keep anything. Okay. So learn to listen. Learn to listen more than you speak. And learn to follow instructions. Number three on your set. Maturity. We must strive to be more like Jesus Christ. Ephesians 4.13 Paul says, till we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Amen. So, ask yourself, do my life really reflect Christ to others? What does others see in you? What do they see in you? When you're around, do they feel the power? Do they sense do they, do they always ask you when they first they get around you, are you a Christian? Uh, these are things. Your life should be a reflection of what you say you are. Say, this is what you want to be. You want to be like Christ. You want to act like Christ. You want to have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Am I applying myself to know more about Christ daily? How much more about Jesus did you learn today than you did yesterday? You have more of Christ in you today than you did yesterday? 
See, that should be your goal. I want to know more. Did I learn another scripture today that I didn't know yesterday? Did he unfold something as I was doing my devotions this morning? You know, wow, God showed me this. You know, ask yourself, is that what happens? It should. When you and God is along, I think the song says, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear fall on my ear, the son of God is closed, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I'm his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. When you get up from prayer, when you leave from your study and reading your Bible, do you learn more each day? Do you highlight in your Bible something that jumped off the page, that spoke to your heart? But that's God speaking to you. That's God showing you more. See? And you should walk away, and you won't ever forget that. See? What's your favorite scripture? What did you pull for the new year for your passage? How is it applied? Do you look back at it and say, Hmm. Is it coming to fruition? Has it already came to fruition? Uh, what is God saying to you through your promise He gave you at, when you pulled it out the box? What is He telling you when you're praying for the prayer list every every day? What is He showing you? Are you growing more like Him? Does the world now seems more like you need to reach it more than you did before? When you hear and you see things, you know, is your compassion being drawn more? Is your servanthood being grown more? See, these are the things you should be becoming more like him. Amen. A servant's heart. He says, I didn't come to minister. I come to, not to be ministered to, but I came to minister and to give my life a ransom. Amen. Are you more like him? Am I firm in my knowledge and understanding of Christ? Am I walking according to his word? What are others saying about me? What is people saying about you? Do my life reflect spiritual fruit? Do I have love for God with my whole heart, mind, soul, and strength? Do I love my neighbor as myself? You know, what are, what are they saying? What are my fruit? Amen. Fruit of the spirits and all goodness and peace and righteousness. Is it growing? Is it growing? Is my tree fruitful? Is it the limbs hanging down? Amen. Do I find myself trusting others more than God? Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Psalms 118, it's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Amen. Where's your trust? Do you know how to wait on God? What is your understanding of waiting on God? Do you think it means to sit back and kick back and wait? Wait is the root word for waiter and waitress. (laughs) That means you need to serve. See, as long as you're serving, you know what? Your answer coming. You, You probably won't even see it. You just keep going. You just keep going. I press. See, don't lay back. You make your petition known and what the scripture says. He'll work if you let him. Let him work. You know, you go right on doing what you did before. You just keep praising God. You go to work, whatever you've been doing. You know, don't, don't, don't lean and get all depressed and everything else. That's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to throw in the towel and quit while you're waiting on God. No. You keep moving. That's what Saul did. He got everybody to get up under the pomegranate tree and wait. You know? No. 
Jonathan said to his armor bearer, come on, let's go. We're going to the enemy. We're going to take them out. You know, you keep doing what you do. Don't stop doing what you do. If you got a job, you still go to your job and be excited that you have a job to go to. Amen. Praise God. It might, your problem might be on your job. But guess what? God knows you on the job. He knows who you are. He's given you a promise. I told you I won't leave you. So if, he, if you're on the job, guess what? He's on the job. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Go in with joy. Go in with excitement. Amen. He knows what you're going through. He knows what you're facing. He will make even your enemies to be at peace with you. Amen. You do what you know to do is right. You keep praying. You keep worshiping. You keep going to church. You keep putting your enemies on the altar. Amen. He says, if your enemy thirsts, go buy him a pop. Put a soda on his desk. Put some coffee on his head. Whatever. Give him a drink of water. Says he's hungry, buy him a Big Mac meal. <laughs> Feed him. <laughs> he said, you know what you say you're doing? You're heaping coals of fire upon his head. He's trying to treat you evil and he can't figure out why you're treating him good. You want to be like Christ. He works when you can't work. I think the song said, even when you can't see him, he's what? Working. Even when you can't feel him, he's working. Amen. He breaks every chain. Let him work. Don't take matters into your own hands. Let him work. Your kids ain't saved. Put them on the altar. Let him work. Give him time. Amen. He knows what he's doing. He works all things for the good of us. Amen. Do I find myself, I don't want to trust others more than God. No. Others will fail you. But he will never fail you. Amen. Keep him number one in all that you do. Do trials hinder me? If things hinder me, then I'm not becoming like him. Nothing, I can't get it out of my mind, shall be able to separate you from the love of God. Don't let it. That ball falls on your court. Psalms 137, what did they do? They hung their harps on the willow. Willow, excuse me. They hung their harps on the willow. And the enemy said, sing us an old song of Zion. How can we sing? How can we sing? You know, open your mouth. He's giving you a garment of praise for the spirits of heaviness. Amen. When you're going through things, praise God. Praise Him in the sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmaments of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellence and greatness. Praise Him with the psalmster and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with string instruments and organ. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. What is one the 13 says? Praise you the Lord. Praise all you servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. The Lord's name is to be praised from this time forth and forevermore. Keep praising. Don't let nothing hinder your praise to God. Amen. You're striving to be like Him. Amen. He was wounded for your transgressions. Bruised for your iniquities. Amen. So strive to be more like Him. Amen. That's why Philippians 4, 2 says what? Let this mind. You have the mind of Christ. Amen. You want to be like him. By per, number four, by partaking in the deeper truths of the gospel is how we mature. Bible college, PI, personal home Bible study, reading books and periodicals on subjects you are not sure of. That's why we get these periodicals, 
you know, the uh, Pentecostal life. We, we, it's a life now. They changed the name. <laughs> used to be the Herald. It's called the Pentecostal life now. But we put them back here, the Reflection magazine for the ladies. You know, read that stuff. Read it. You know, missions reports. Listen, what is going on? So you know how to pray. So you know how to give. See, this is becoming more like Christ. Know where the needs are. Listen to where the needs are so that you can be praying about these things. That's why at the first of the year we give you this this chart that says, hey, these are offerings we're going to take up during the year. You know, because they're needs for the body of Christ. And we want you to be praying about them. We want you to ask God, God, what will you have me to do? God, what will you have me to give? God, how would you help me to pray? Sometimes you met can't give. But you know what? You can pray. Amen. And and prayer can go further than my dollar. You know, it can make a difference in the heart of someone else to, to give. Somebody else to be saved. Doors to be open. See, partaking in the gospel, the deeper things. Deep, call it upon deep at the nords of the water spout. Amen. We want to get into the deep things. See, because the deep things belongs to the mature. You want to be able to eat meat. Amen. You want to know the doctrine. You want to know what others believe. Amen. So that you're not led away by every wind of doctrine that comes your way. See, but if you think, as some people think, we're all Christians. No, we're not. We're not all Christians. Because if any man has not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. The Scripture. People love God. Don't get me wrong. I know they love God. But not according to knowledge. You know what Paul says? I speak that to your shame. Because we have truth, then we should share truth in love. So that they have the understanding of Christ. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any daily things shall not harm them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But this is how you get deep. You know, Brother Bernard's, our general superintendent, you know, the, the, the books that he's written, other authors, read the books so that you know. Know the chain of command. You know, know, know the chain of command. You know your general superintendent? You know your assistant's general superintendents? You know your district superintendents? You know your district presbyters? Do you know your district ladies' representatives? Do you know these people? See? Every one of us should know who they are. That's getting into the deeper things. So you know how it all flow. Do you know how the organization work? See, you, you should study these things. You know why? Because those old folks ain't going to be here forever. And if the Lord tarries, some of you may be. Sister Michaela, the ladies' ministry's president. Who knows? But, you know, for the end, who knows? You could be the general superintendent of the United Pentecost Church. Who knows? Why, as, as Mordecai told Esther, who knows if you've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this? You know, you never know what God's going to do. It. I guarantee you, when I got saved, it was never in my mind that I would be a pastor. It's never been in my mind I would be a presbyter. It never was in my mind I'd be a missionary. None of that stuff was in my mind. I just thought I'd be a saint on the pew. You know, but God, the more you study, more is going to be required. <laughs> so get in there. 
You don't know what God is going to do. So we got to get into the deeper things of God. And this includes in, in our daily devotion. Study. Have daily devotion. If you're married, have devotions with one another. Your team, your group, you love, you share, you talk, you lift up, you edify, you build up one another. Deeper things. Deep, deep, deep. Strengthen and encourage. And number five, we mature by overcoming temptations. There's no temptation taking you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful. He will not accept for you to be tempted above that you were able to bear. But with the temptation, make a way of escape. Blessed is the man that endured temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life. Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. Because God can't be tempted with evil. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed. When lust is conceived, it brings forth sin. And when sin is finished, it brings forth death. Amen. So to overcome temptations in your life, amen, watch those pitfalls. Watch those snares. Watch the traps. Watch the lust. Watch the pride. Anything that start coming up in your life that's not like Christ, complaints, murmuring, bickering, and all this stuff, watch it. Because that's not becoming like Christ. Amen? Memorize God's word. Amen. Always know that temptation is not of God. Stay on the alert. Be alert. Watch. Paul says, watch. Be alert. Because it's those little things that when you think you got it made, that Satan snares you. Like the rat with the cheese. He might nibble on that trap a lot of times and don't catch him. And then all of a sudden somebody changed the cheese and put peanut butter. And that's when you get him. He's through. That's what Satan does. He started out with little small things. And he gets you nibbling. And then the next thing you know, he keeps winding you in. Next thing you know, he got you. So be careful. Amen. So... Rejoice in your trials. Rejoice in your tribulations. Amen. But our overall goal is to mature, to grow in Christ. Amen. Let this mind be in you. Put away the old guy and put on the new guy, which is created. Amen. And true holiness and righteousness in Christ. Amen. Any questions? Amen. We want to grow. We want to grow. We want to grow. Amen. Let's go on to maturity. Amen.